0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to episode 81 of Living the Catholic Faith. My name is Deacon Steve, and I remain a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Phoenix. Well, Labor Day has come and gone, and fall slash autumn is truly upon us. The seasons change, although less so in Arizona, although the temperatures eventually will be cooler than hundred and fifteen degrees, thankfully. But in the midst of all the changes in our environment, in the hurricanes that are blowing in the near the near the Caribbean, of all the natural and not so natural disasters that occur in our world, what doesn't change is Jesus Christ and his love for us. And what also doesn't change is our responsibility and accountability to him. We are called to be a holy people. And in this podcast that we'll be focusing on the 23rd Sunday of, yes it is, of Ordinary Time, we will be focusing on just that, on what accountability means, what we are accountable for, what is our responsibility to other people, what does it mean To be a Catholic in the faith in terms of us and our brothers and sisters in the Lord? Is it just me and Jesus? And whatever Jesus wants me to do, I do? Sounds simple enough. Or is it more than that? Are we truly the body of Christ? And if we are the body of Christ, what does that mean? Does it mean I have to do something when my brother or sister is sinning or have lost their way? Hmm, that's part of the challenge of what we're called to really contemplate this weekend. So let us together pray that we will understand what it means to truly serve the Lord, that we will not just sit back and want to have a personal relationship with Jesus, as important as that is, and as we all are called to do, but that we must realize that it is only after we make that relationship that our true mission starts that we are to go out in the world and to bring Christ to all that we encounter each day. So let us pray, my brothers and sisters, that our Lord will hold us accountable so that we may be there for our brothers and sisters in need and help them on their journey. Accountability is our topic this week. And accountability came up a lot in the church during the clergy sex abuse scandal, when people were wondering, who is accountable? Who's responsible for this? How did this happen? etc. We realize as Catholics that we need to be an accountable people. But our accountability is more than just bishops being accountable for their priests, priests being accountable to The laity, it is more than that. We are, we know that as popes and bishops in our church, that we are all guided by the Holy Spirit. That the church is a living, breathing thing that is to be rooted, rooted in the Holy Spirit. That accountability needs to permeate the practice of how we live. If we owe all we have, and are to something beyond ourselves, which we do to God, then we must surely have a responsibility beyond ourselves. Accountability is the public face of responsibility. It's our willingness to submit our actions to the judgment of others. It falls directly from the recognition that human beings are not simply individuals with inalienable rights that can do whatever we want and it doesn't matter about other people. Families are to be accountable to one another. All of us must be accountable for how we use the gifts, how we use our lives that God has given us. So accountability is more than hierarchical. It is a way of living so that we can truly be formed in Christ. The Catholic Church in 2023 is working more and more to be accountable. Accountability is, for one, do what you say you will do. Walk your talk. Be responsible. Explain your actions if asked and take whatever consequences come from one's actions. If we are to be an accountable people in an accountable church, we must live that way. None of us are beyond being held to a highest standard, especially those of us who minister in the church. Sure, sin permeates the church just like it permeates life, but we are called to call each other out when we are living in sin. Not call each other out in hatred, but in love. For it is only by being an accountable church, it is only by taking some responsibility for one another, that the church can truly grow to be what it is. A leader in morality, a leader in bringing people to God, a leader that helps us by the grace of God to journey on this earth and to continue our journey, God willing, to the kingdom of heaven. Breaking open the word. Our gospel this week is from Matthew 18, verses 15 to 20, read at Masses for the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Cycle A. Jesus said to his disciples, If your brother sins against you, go and tell his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you are won over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, Then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Tina and her husband have been been married for about 10 years. They had two young children. Tina is a stay-at-home mom, and John works full-time as a software engineer. John has always been a bit of a procrastinator. He would put off tasks until the last minute, and this would sometimes lead to problems. For example, he would sometimes forget to pay bills on time or he would miss deadlines at work. Tina tried to talk to John about his procrastination, but he always brushed her off saying, yeah, I'll get to it later, or I'm not worried about it. One day, Tina decided she had had enough. She sat John down and told him that she was worried about his procrastination. She told him it was affecting their marriage and their finances. John was initially defensive, but Tina was persistent. She told him that she loved him, and that she wanted to help him. She suggested they create a system for tracking his tasks and deadlines. She also offered to help him stay on track. John agreed to try Tina's suggestions. He started using a task management app, and Tina helped him to prioritize his work. At first, it was difficult for John to change his habits, but with Tina's support, he started slowly to improve. After a few months, John's procrastination was under control. He was paying his bills on time. He was meeting his deadlines at work. Tina was proud of him for making those changes, and she was grateful that she had been able to help him. In our first reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, we hear that the people are to dissuade the wicked and that we are responsible to help those who have come off the path, who have wandered away we hear in our second reading from St. Paul to the Romans, to love one another. And then in the Gospel of St. Matthew, Jesus talks about our responsibility to help our brothers and sisters who have sinned, to go and tell them their sins. If that doesn't work, bring a bunch of brethren. If that doesn't work, bring them to the church, etc. The basic message is we are to hold one another Accountable. Now, accountable is a sister to responsible. It means basically that we will hold someone to what they say they have committed to doing. If you are at a workplace, for example, you're accountable for the duties and job that you agreed to do, and whatever duties are assigned by your boss, you're accountable for that. We're accountable as Catholics for living the faith as we were taught to live it. That is our accountability. It means not only talking it, it means walking it. So the question is are we accountable and responsible for one another and for helping one another live our faith? Unfortunately, in so many ways, the answer is absolutely not. Now, why do we not care? I think we probably do. But what happens is we get preoccupied with yours truly, with ourselves. We become so busy, so stressed, so preoccupied, so worried about health, finances, people, whatever it may be, that we simply don't hold others accountable Because we're too preoccupied with our own issues. Sometimes we don't hold our brothers and sisters accountable. We don't help them because we believe it's not our business to. Now, Jesus was quite clear it is our business to. If we are really Catholic Christians, we will hold people accountable, starting with ourselves and moving on down. However, sometimes we don't want to do it. We don't want to start a conflict, we want to avoid, we want to make nice, we don't want any drama, et cetera, etc. Cetera, and we do not fulfill our responsibility. And sometimes truth be known. We just don't want to do it. <laughs> you know, we see it well that person can help themselves, not my problem. Well, yeah, Jesus is saying very clearly, it is our problem. Because we are called by Christ to hold one another accountable, to live our faith, to die to sinfulness, and to do this in love. Key underline, in love. That means, my brothers and sisters, that we have a responsibility when we notice friends, family, colleagues, whomever they may be, Who are wandering away from their faith, not living the call to lovingly bring it to their attention. It doesn't matter whether we want to, it is commissioned to us by Christ to do so. However, because we're doing it out of love, we must be careful how we do it. So, how do we hold one another accountable? Well, I would recommend listening as the key element in asking questions. By questions and by listening, we can help the person see where they're off the path. We don't have to point out and say, see, look, you sinner. No. Through our questions and our reflections and our loving challenges, we can help them see the error of their ways and how they're drifting off into something that could be really damaging. And we are to do this always, 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 with hope. There is no such thing as a lost cause. There is no person who is a lost cause. Theoretically, and I don't know if he did, Adolf Hitler could have repented on his deathbed before he shot himself in the head and said, I'm sorry, God. I have no idea. It would be very interesting if we get to heaven to see Hitler there, but who knows? Because there is always hope. There is hope of repentance. There is hope that we change our lives. There is hope that we will become accountable and live our faith according to how Christ calls us to live it. So my brothers and sisters, We do not live this journey alone. We are not meant to live this journey alone. We are meant to live our faith in community. If we are to do this, we must hold ourselves and others accountable. We must call out sin when we see it. We must confront evil when it comes to us. And we must do this always in love. Not in judgment, not in self-righteousness, not in I'm better than you are, but out of a true humility to love and to serve. So my brothers and sisters, let us pray that we may follow Christ in doing, in being the accountable disciples who lovingly help one another on our way as we journey God willing, to God, die in sinfulness, grow in holiness as we continue our journey in living our Catholic faith each day. Well, we've come to the end of episode 81 of Living the Catholic Faith. If you have any feedback about the podcast you wish to share? or any questions you may have, please email me at deaconstevew at gmail.com. Let us pray. Lord, help us to truly be your disciples. Help us to hold ourselves accountable to living the faith as you call us to live. Hold us accountable so that we may help our brothers and sisters who lose their way. May we be accountable to them because you have made us accountable to you. Lord, help us grow in holiness, to die in sinfulness, and to be the people that you call us to be, as we pray the prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Lord Jesus, teach me to be generous. Teach me to serve as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not heed the wounds, to labor and not seek to rest, to give of myself and not ask for a reward. except the reward of knowing that I am doing your will. And now, my brothers and sisters, please bow your heads to receive God's blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you his peace. And may Almighty God bless you all, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. My brothers and sisters, go in peace to be accountable disciples of the Lord as we continue our journey in living the Catholic faith.